is to cherish our relationship with God, to walk with Him, to do life with Him. And we can't do life with Him ever if we're constantly held up. If we're constantly held down by sin, we can't do life with Him if like sin is constantly holding us in bondage. That's why God sent Jesus to free us. He sent Him to free us so that we can walk and do life with Him. But a lot of us, even though Jesus died on the cross, so we can have a relationship with him. We're still living a, living a life of sin. We're still living a life of bondage. And Welcome back to the Daughter of the King podcast. I am your host, Robin Pendergrass. So welcome back to this episode. So glad you're here. So last week's episode was the continuation of the 2023 goes to series well part it was like two parts but um that was the last episode so if you want some tips for achieving your goals in 2023 then i suggest that you go listen to those two episodes but now okay um in this episode we're going to be talking about godly self-care but before we get into all that you know, we got some stuff to talk about. All right. So, uh, all right. So, as y'all know, feel free to follow um, my Instagram app, Daughter Became Podcast. And basically, that's where you can get more Christian content and everything like that. You'll get updated on when I post. Also, um, feel free to send voice messages. And donations as well to bless the ministry. But now with the voice messages, as you know, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that there's an exciting interview that's coming up that's about to be on this podcast. But I need your help with that. I need your help. I need you to send in questions for me to ask someone, the woman of God. Because as you know, it's Woman History Month. And as a daughter became podcast. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna interview a woman of God on this podcast in order to celebrate Women History Month. So, I mean, please send questions. Like, you can if you're on Spotify, please respond to the question. You can send questions that way. You can also DM me at my Instagram at Daughter I Became Podcast. You can also send in a voice message and. And on Instagram, you can comment on posts, on my stories, send a questions in that way. You have plenty of ways to send in questions. And basically, I need as many questions as possible. So feel free to send any questions that you would like me to ask this woman of God. And basically, the um, questions can be about like women related in like ministry, you know, women in ministry, basically. That can be the topic of the questions. And there was one thing, I think. Um, no, that's it. I think that's good. Yeah. So, we got something excited coming up. No, there was actually one more thing. So, as you know, it's Woman History Month. And um, there's a woman series here on the podcast. So, go back and listen to the woman series. I talked about, like, a good bit of women in the Bible and how... And, the, and just their stories. We talked about their stories. And I also gave tips 
for my goals and women out there. So feel free to listen to that. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, so our topic for today is self-love. We're going to learn how to like godly, have, have godly love for ourselves. As you know, like self-love, like worldly self-love can get like a little too selfish. So as Christians, we need to practice godly self-love. And so basically, like, it's going to be a part one, part two, because I have 10 tips on this. As you know, these podcast episodes tend to, like, run a little over an hour. And so this one might end up in an hour. I don't know what the Holy Spirit will do, but, you know, we're just going to go along. And I hope you enjoy all the tips that I have for you today. Okay, so the first one is to love yourself the way that God loves you. Christian self-love is based on the love that God has for you. I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. It says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angry. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Okay. So this this verse often quoted a lot and it represents what love is in the Bible. This is the type of love that God wants us to show to others like we can actually god wants us to show the type of love for others but we but let's also think of how this type of love is is some of god's qualities you know this like all the qualities that were like listed here describe god like you got patient kind doesn't envy it doesn't boast it's not proud it doesn't dishonor others it's not self-seeking it's not easily angry these qualities they describe who god is and this is the type of love that as his people god wants us to show to others and so and as god's children as we're as we're hires of his kingdom, well, I think it's heirs of his kingdom. Yeah, heirs of his kingdom, we are called to represent him. We are called to represent him and be like him to show people like his character. Like we're supposed to have some of his character, not be perfect by any means because, I mean, that's impossible. But I'm saying that we are to represent him to the whole world. You know, we're, we're called to be, shine our light in this world. Like the light that God has given us, we're called to share it to the world. That means the character that God has like shown to us is what we are just shown to, is what we are to show to, show to, show to the world. We are his representatives and we represent God to people. The here, you're probably like wondering, how does this relate to loving myself? Well, you know, God wants us to love others 
but he also wants us to love ourselves. And I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get more into that on like one of these other tips because that's a good one too. But God wants us to love ourselves as well. He wants us to love ourselves the way that God no that He loves us. He wants us to treat ourselves the way that He treats us. Because God doesn't treat us like, like dirt. He treats us with love and kindness. Let's look at how God treats us. He's patient with us. He's kind with us. He's not envious. He's not boastful. He's not proud. He doesn't dishonor others. He's not self-seeking. He's not easily angered. And he keeps no records of our wrongs. He doesn't delight in evil but he rejoices with the truth he protects he trusts he hopes and he perseveres with us and he never fails like here's how you can see this replace love with god because god is love let me look up that verse i got my computer with me now we about to look up that word because when people read this they like you can replace love with god why because god is love so i'm about to look that up y'all probably gonna hear me type it but that's that's okay let's get up into this yeah god is love y'all and god wants us to treat ourselves the way that he treats us. Okay, so it looks like first John four. And y'all, I'm not I just had to look up a Bible verse. That means I don't know all the Bible verses, but I'm I know what they be saying now. And I know how to locate it. So we better get there in a little bit. Y'all see y'all hear this page turns. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this is first John four verse eight. It says I'm on like okay, yeah, I'm gonna just read the whole verse. It says whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Let me read it again. It says whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. So what that verse just told us is that if we don't love others the way that God loves them, and if we don't love ourselves the way God loves us, then we don't know who God is. We don't know God because God is love. You can't say that you know God and you don't show love to others and you don't how can you say you know god when you don't love yourself and if we truly know god and what he says about us and like how he treats us then that sh- then that should automatically tell us that, that that we should be loving that automatically lets us know that we need to love ourselves like when we know god and know all of the things that he's you know, who he is for us and what he's done and like everything that he says about his chosen beloved people, then that that's where we get like the love from ourselves from. 
we get that love for ourselves from God because he's the beginning of it all. And he, yeah, he's the beginning of it all. And he's love. We just read a verse that says God is love. And if we do not love, then we do not know who God is. Because God is love. So that means if you, like, if you're struggling to love yourself right now or other people, we're going to get to the other people part in, like, the next episode. But if you don't love yourself, then you do not know who God is because God is love. And he loves you more than anyone else in this whole entire world. It's like no words can explain how much God loves all of us. So that means like if God loves us, then we should also feel free to love ourselves. And to treat ourselves the way that God treats us. Because... We're God's children, and it and it like it hurts Him when we do things that hurt ourselves. And the reason why we do things that hurt ourselves is because we don't have love for ourselves, and that hurts God, because God created us Himself with so much love that's like completely unimaginable. And and it hurts when we do things that like hurt ourselves, when we try to harm ourselves or talk down, speak negative things about ourselves. That hurts God. When we hurt ourselves, that hurts God. But loving on ourselves, loving the person that God has made us to be, that makes God happy. So, all right, let's see how uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 tells us how to love ourselves. It says love is patient. That means we need to be patient with ourselves. Let's stop, let's stop beating ourselves up over every little mistake. Go to God and ask for forgiveness and then keep on moving. I'm not saying, like, just go out there and do stupid stuff. No, you know what I'm saying. Just, like, you know, we fall short. Every single day we fall short. But that doesn't mean we beat ourselves up about it. We just go to God, be honest with him, ask for forgiveness, ask for help, and then keep on moving to where God has called you to be. So be patient with yourself because it's godly life. It takes time to build. It takes time. A lot of time. That's why the Bible is like so doggone big. Because it's like you can't even get all of this at in one day. You can't even understand the whole Bible in one day. So what makes you think that you can like, you know, do everything all in one day? Just saying. So be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. God is kind with you. So be kind with yourself. Treat yourself with kindness. Do not talk down yourself i'm gonna get into i'm gonna get into some of these points but be kind with yourself show kindness to yourself that's actually one of my goals for this year is to show kindness to myself so yeah because love is kind god is kind so that means i gotta be kind to myself and it doesn't envy meaning that we shouldn't be envious of others we're gonna get into that i promise you
and it doesn't boast. Meaning that we should be humble the way that God is humble. Because even with the amount of power that God has, he is the most, he's humble more than anyone existing. He's more humble than the one that, anyone that exists in this whole entire universe. He's the most humble, humblest one. So we should be humble like him and not both. We shouldn't be proud. That that falls in with each other. We should not dishonor others. God, no matter like what we've done to hurt him, he will never hurt us back. And we shouldn't be trying to dishonor ourselves or just trying to hurt ourselves. That's not loving ourselves. It's like not self-seeking. Meaning, okay, so we're talking about self-love. But this, this Porsche is telling us to not be selfish, meaning that we love ourselves by not being selfish. Because, okay, think about it this way. Selfish, being selfish means that you're like only focus, focus on yourself, only doing good for yourself and not doing good for others. But imagine if you do something good for others, how good that will make you feel. Just imagine that you can do all the self-care in the world. But if you don't love others, then what's the point? Because God did not make us <clears throat> to be alone. He made us to like fellowship with people, to do life with people, to love other people. <clears throat> and if we're not doing that, then I'm like, how will we be able to get the love in return? Like God called us to love each other the way that um, he loves us. And we can't do that if we're selfish. And, and trust me, we do not have all the power that we need that it takes to love ourselves. Because as you know, we constantly beat, beat ourselves up. We constantly talk negative to ourselves. But sometimes you're going to need those people in your corner that are going to bring you up. You also need God and God with you in your corner so he can bring you up, like, all the way. But you, like, like if you're self-seeking, you, you're basically going to say, I don't need God and I don't need people. That's what you're going to say. And that, that path, like, the path of pridefulness, the selfishness, it only leads to destruction. That's because selfish selfishness is basically saying you don't like. I don't need to do anything for anyone. I don't need to have relationships with anyone. And ultimately, that selfishness will lead you to think that you can like do it all on your own without God and without people, and that's not true. And then you on this whirlwind of destruction. Like this will like fall back into other like past the sin, and as you know, practicing sin is not practicing self love. Let's keep that in mind. Now let's not be too self seeking now, because like being selfish, like and like practicing self love, like um, kind of like putting too much emphasis on the self part of it like the world does that's gonna get us into a world of trouble and a world of sin 
and sin doesn't allow us to love ourselves the way that God has called us to love ourselves. So yeah, love is not self-seeking and love is not easily angry. Do not get angry about every single thing. Like, and I have a problem with this myself, but do not get angry with every single thing. Everything is not worth your time because God is not easily angry. Like, and man, it, it takes a lot to like get him upset, a lot of sin. Like we saw moments in the Bible where like, you know, Israelites, they sinned so much that God was angry, but he gave them multiple, multiple, multiple chances. Like it wasn't like the Israelites do did one thing, boom, he was angry. No, God was patient with them and he wasn't easily angered. And that's how we have to be with ourselves. We have to um, be patient with ourselves like we said before and not get easily angered with ourselves every time we like make a silly mistake or something or we see something that we don't like or about ourselves, let's not get too easily angry. And let's not keep no record of wrongs. Let's not focus on like the dumb things, the dumb mistakes that we made in the past because God has forgiven us. And so we have like no reason to hold on to those past mistakes. Okay, and love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. That's the same thing where I was getting at with sin. Because sin, it only leads us into a path of destruction. And I'm going to get into that more, but like, and probably like another series or something. But like, sin only leads us into the path of destruction. Delighting in what's evil, delighting in sin, that only leads us into destruction. Sin actually harms us. And the reason why God warns us against sin is because God loves us so much and he doesn't want us to do things to ourselves that will harm us and harm others. So that's why God tells us not to sin. That's why God tells us not to do certain things because certain things will not only harm us, but it will harm other people. And and God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to like hurt ourselves and hurt others because he's our father and he loves us more than anyone and he doesn't want us to rejoice in evil because we'll only be destroying the creation that he loves so much he wants us to rejoice in the truth and he is truth he is the truth and he wants us to rejoice in him it's something that's everlasting and that will fully satisfy us. God wants us to rejoice in the one that will give us joy, happiness, and peace beyond our understanding. He wants us to rejoice in him. Our rejoicing, our rejoicing in God and not sin is how we love ourselves because we trust, we have the faith to believe that God has what's best for us. The world doesn't have what's best for us. Sin does not have what's best for us. It's only God. And once we realize that, then that's just us showing love to ourselves more because we're realizing that we deserve better and God has what's better for us. So once we realize that we deserve better, then that's letting us know that I have some type of love for myself. But in order for us 
to get the better that um we deserve. We don't deserve like the effects of well, we don't deserve sin. We don't deserve to constantly be in bondage by when God has already freed us in Jesus. So yeah. We don't deserve that, but God has something that we deserve, but we, we got to be in him. We got to rejoice in him, have faith that can, that God can give us the life that we deserve. And once we realize that God has what's better for us, that is a show of love for ourselves. All right. And, um, okay. So God protects us. We got to protect ourselves. We, we have God's protection. That's part of it. Trusting in God's protection. That's part of our love for ourselves. And we also need to protect our heart and mind from things that harms us. We need to always trust in God. We need to hope in him. And we need to always persevere no matter what. Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't ever give up on God. And then love never fails. God never fails us. So why do we fail ourselves? Let's not do that. Let's not let let's not fail on this self-love journey. Let's not fail because God hasn't given us up. God hasn't given up on us, so we shouldn't be giving up on ourselves. So tip number one is to love yourself the way that God loves you. Christian self-love is based on the love that God has for you. Okay, so tip number two is forgive yourself for past mistakes. And okay, so this is basically going back up what we talked about in tip number one. So I'm going to read from Ephesians verse 40. Sorry, y'all. No. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. It says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So we're about to like dive back into tip one real quick before we get into tip two. So we just read that um, love is kind. And love is also compassionate. God is telling us to show this type of love to others. But little do we know, God also wants us to show this type of love to ourselves. God wants us to show um kindness and compassion and be compassionate to ourselves okay so i'm about to look up the definition of kindness we're about to do this we're going to do research together if you want to look it up with me then feel free kindness definition So it says, kindness is selfless, compassionate, and merciful. This is like a biblical definition, and its greatest power revealed in practice to our enemies and amongst the least of these. Love your neighbor. Show kindness to everyone. So yeah, kindness is like the selfless type of love, merciful type of love that we have for other people. That's kindness. Let me look up another definition. The regular Google one says the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. 
So God is calling us to be kind to ourselves, to be friendly towards ourselves. We can be friendly to other people all we want, but are we being friendly to ourselves? Are we being generous with ourselves? Are we being considerate with ourselves? Are we considering everything that we've been through and showing ourselves grace? Are we being kind to ourselves? That's the question. Okay, compassionate. It's okay. It's feeling or showing sympathy and concern for others. So God wants us to show this love for others, and we and we'll get more into how God wants us to show this type of love to ourselves in like the next part of this episode. Well, the next part in the series. But God wants us to show compassion. God wants us to be compassionate with ourselves. He wants us to be sympathetic with ourselves. He wants us to have a better understanding of ourselves so we can love ourselves more the way that he has called us to. He also wants us to show concern for ourselves. He wants us to show concern for our well-being. Just think about it. If someone doesn't care about how they look, how they dress, how they smell, or how they eat, how they live their lives, do you like if you looked at them? Do you think that they would love that they show love to themselves? Do you think of a person walking around? I'm not telling you like pick on them or nothing, but no, I'm telling you if they're like not treating themselves nicely, if they're not showing. Like, you know, if they're just walking around any type of way, not presenting themselves the way that God has called them to be, do you think they really love themselves? I'm asking you that. And and they really don't. We show our love. We show love for ourselves by how we carry ourselves, by how we show concern for ourselves. Like, we, all of us have a concern of our well-being. By us having a uh, having a concern for our well-being shows that we love ourselves. And when someone's not showing concern for themselves or how they are or, or like just caring about their life in general, then that is when you and I like need to be worried. Make sure that the people around you are showing love to themselves as well. Like always check in on people and see how they're doing. See like, you know, a lot of people let themselves go because they no longer have love for themselves. And that's not how God wants us to be. God wants us to show kindness and be compassionate towards ourselves. Let's get back into the forgiveness part. So God wants us to show, be kindness and compassion and show compassion to ourselves. And this will lead us to also forgiving ourselves of our past mistakes. Because Christ forgave us. He, God showed us love. I mean, God, yeah, God showed us love. He also showed us kindness, and He was compassionate with us. And He, and like He, He showed so much kindness that He forgave us of all of our sins. So I'm asking, if God forgave us of all of our sins, then why are we still holding on to the past mistakes? Why are we still holding on to past mistakes? Why? Or be holding on to the sin that was crucified with Christ on the cross. Why are we still holding on 
hold on to sin that we already gave to God and know that we're forgiven of. Let's stop doing that. Let's stop going back in the past, dwelling in the past, and beating ourselves up over the sin that took place in the past. We get to trust that we are in God when we are created new, when we are um, reborn. When we are born again, we are a new creation in him. And that's what we need to trust in. And once we forgive ourselves of like of the mistakes that we made in the past, that's when we can like walk in the new creation that God has called us to be. But in order for us to walk in the new creation that God has called us to be is that we have to forgive ourselves of the past mistakes that we made in the past. So tip number two, forgive yourself for past mistakes. Our third tip is to enjoy being alone with God, just you and God alone. That's that's what God wants us to do, to enjoy being alone with him, just you and him. I'll be reading Matthew 6, verse 6, and Matthew 14, verse 23. Okay, so Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Okay, now I'm going to return to um, Matthew 14, 23. Matthew 14, 23. It says, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. Okay, so Matthew fourteen twenty three talks about Jesus having his own long time with God. Like Jesus actually enjoyed being alone with God, being in his presence. And like, Let's think about Jesus' ministry for a second. He was, like, always surrounded by the disciples. There was, like, moments where, like, he went around people, like, towns and stuff. They would surround him because they wanted healing or they wanted to hear a word from him. God wasn't around those people all the time. He wasn't around his disciples all the time. He wasn't around other people like all the time he didn't have like a strong desire to be around people all the time like through just think about the gospels read the gospels for yourself and there's like i just realized this but there's like a bunch of times where like jesus was alone with god just him and god alone and that's how god wants us to be because as his children we're his children too, because Jesus is his ultimate son, but we are his children too. And as his children, we are to represent him. We are to represent Jesus in every way that we possibly can. And one way to do that is to live the way that Jesus did. And Jesus lived the way where he, he prioritized his alone time with God. That means, like, Jesus loved himself. Like, he didn't have that selfish type of love. 
but he had that type of love for himself to where he knew that he needed to take care of his spiritual self. He had that type of love to where he needed, like he understood that he, his spiritual self would like die without God. Like he would, he would be nothing without his time with God in his presence. And that's how we should be. We should love ourselves so much that we take care of our souls. But if we don't take care of our souls, everything will fail. If Jesus didn't take the time out to go be alone and spend time with God, then his soul wouldn't be in the right position to do everything that he did for us on the cross. And we will all be out of love. So God is telling us to enjoy being alone with him. Just you and him. That's all he wants. We need to prioritize our alone time with God. It can be like five minutes. He just wants you to have some alone time with him. Because he wants us to take care of our souls before anything else. Notice that like he wants us to take care of ourselves before we take care of anybody else. I'm not saying that's being selfish. But think about it this way. God wants us to talk to him before anybody else. He wants us to read our Bibles, to pray to him, to listen to our worship music before we even go out into the public and talk to people, before we even deal with people. Yeah. And so we have to... God wants... That's us putting ourselves first in the morning. Like, it, like when we take the time out before anybody wakes up, before, um, like, your family wakes up, before, like, your people at your job or school wakes up, you take the time out to spend in his presence before you go around those people. That's you taking care of yourself. Because when you spend time with God, you're taking care of your soul. Our souls need God. If we don't have God, if we don't have God in our lives, like He's always there. But if we're not constantly putting Him in our lives, then our souls is crying out, and then our love for self, our love for ourselves would just like disappear and would go away, because we don't even have the soul to love ourselves. So, like being alone with God, having that time alone with God, that's our way. Of taking care of our souls. Jesus did it. So that lets us know that we need to do it too. We need to take the time out to care for our souls. And by taking care of our souls, that's us showing that we love ourselves. We're loving, we love the person that God has called us to be. We love the human being that God has created us to be. And we care about our souls so much that we know that we need God in our lives. We know that we need to be alone with him every single morning of our lives. So your third tip is to enjoy being alone with God, just you and him. Every morning, start off with being alone with God, just you and him. Let, like, let, you, let him know that you love him because and then that time that you have with him, 
in his presence by showing your love to him. He will also put some love into you. He'll put some love in your soul. And by you having all that love in your soul, you will not only have love for yourself, but you will also have love that you can spread to other people. So tip number three is to enjoy being alone with God, just you and God. Also, just something else. Um, you don't always have to be surrounded by people. Like a lot of us have a desire to constantly be about around a friend or something. A lot of us constantly have the desire to want to be in a relationship or we like feel that we need to be in a relationship like all the time. And if we don't have like these relationships with other people, then we're like miserable and everything. Yes, we need relationships with people, but that shouldn't be our priority. Like if we have, and if we have those things as like a priority, then we'll constantly beat ourselves up when those relationships tend to fail. But when we enjoy the relationship that we have with God, that then we're pouring into way more than what a friend or like a or someone in a relationship could give us. We're poured into a lot more. And we shouldn't be wanting like to and like if we're constantly being surrounded by other people, what time do we have with God? God wants us to prioritize our time with him. And often God will separate us from people. You may feel lonely now, and it's probably because God is trying to separate you so you can have more alone time with him. That's what he does. And it all works out for your good because once you have that alone time with him, he will pour out his love to you. And that love will just fill up your soul. And that love that God has given you, you will not only be able to love yourself, but you will be able to love others. And who knows, those friendships and relationships can come. But those friendships and relationships can only stem from your relationship with God. So as Christians, let's prioritize our relationship with God. Let's enjoy being alone with God. That's pouring into our souls. And that's pouring into the love that we have for ourselves. So tip number three, enjoy being alone with God. Just you and him. Okay, so the fourth, the fourth tip is to return to our first love. And I'll be reading from Revelations chapter 2, verses 4 through 5. It says, Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. So this is Jesus talking here, because as you know, in Revelation, there's like a lot of like red words. The red words are like Jesus is when Jesus is talking. So these words are in red, and that and in like what I just read is what Jesus is telling us. He wants us to return to our first love, and a lot of us we get separated from our first love because. We fall into a life of sin. Like sin separates us, not from the love of God, not from, like God will not never stop loving us. 
but sin will separate for the love that we have for God. It will get us in the way of our, like sin will get in the, in the way of our relationship with God. And we can't let nothing get in a relationship with, we can't let nothing get in the way of our relationship with God. As we said in tip number three, we have to prioritize our relationship with God more than anything. Meaning we, we got to prioritize that more than people, more than sin, more than anything. We can't live a life of sin. We don't have time to live a life of sin because we need to prioritize our relationship with God. That's our main focus on life. That's our main focus in life. Our main focus is to cherish our relationship with God, to walk with Him, to do life with Him. And we can't do life with Him ever if we're constantly held up. If we're constantly held down by sin, we can't do life with him if like sin is constantly holding us in bondage. That's why God sent Jesus to free us. He sent him to free us so that we can walk and do life with him. But a lot of us, even though Jesus died on the cross so we can have a relationship with him, we're still living a, living a life of sin. We're still living a life of bondage. And God is calling us out of that life of bondage he's calling us back to our first love and that's him because we first left him first before we even got into a life of sin and life had i mean sin has just torn us away from our relationship with god and god is calling us to return to our relationship with him because a lot of us has Falling from that relationship that we have, and we've fallen into a life of sin. And as as I said before, sin doesn't allow us to have any type of love for ourselves. We may have, it may like allow us to like pleasure ourselves, but that's not true love. Love and pleasure are two different things. Two different things. Sin may allow us to temporarily please ourselves, but it will not allow us to permanently love ourselves. But Jesus will, he will allow us to permanently love ourselves. And that's why we need to to return to him because he's our first love and he will allow us to love ourselves the way that we deserve to be loved. But when we live a life of sin, we're not loving ourselves the way that we deserve. As God's, as God's creation, when we live a life of sin, we're not living the life that we deserve. And living a life that we don't deserve is not loving ourselves. And when we live a life that we don't deserve, we're living a life of sin. We don't, we don't have to deal with all that hurt and trauma that comes with sin. Because Jesus has saved us from that. But a lot of us are still walking in that bondage. And God wants us to come out of that. He wants us to repent and walk in relationship with him the way that we were called to be in the first place. We were called to have a relationship with him. But from the beginning of time, we were separated from that by sin. Sin has like ruined our relationship with God today. But we can't allow that to continue on happen, happening. We have to, like, destroy sin from our lives. Let's prioritize our relationship that we have with God. Let's continue on walking with God. Let's walk in his love. 
let's continue on doing life with him. But we can't do that if we're continuing on doing um, life with sin. And notice how the end of the verse that we read, if we do, if we continue living a life of sin, we will ultimately end up destroying ourselves. And I don't know, like, that doesn't describe loving ourselves to us. Living a life that will ultimately destroy us is not loving ourselves. Living our life, trusting the one that knows what's best for us and that will give us the best that we deserve in him, that's the life that we deserve. And that's loving ourselves, knowing what's best for you well let me say that we don't we don't god knows what's best for us but once we know that god knows what's best for us once we trust that he has for a bit when we trust that god has what's best for us and when we understand that that what he has is best for us that is true love for ourselves like when we're walking and what is best for us when we're walking with God, we're, we are walking in what's best for us. And when we do when we do that, we are showing love for ourselves. We're not constantly putting ourselves in the bondage of sin. But constantly putting ourselves in the bondage of sin is not loving ourselves. And this ultimately leads us into a life of destruction. But when we live a life of freedom in Christ, that's a like. Since Jesus died on the cross for us, we deserve to live in the freedom that he graciously gifted those that he loves. We deserve to live in that freedom. And when we walk in that freedom, when we understand, like, and walking in that freedom is under, is understanding and locking into, well, unlocking the, be, the best things that God has for us. When we walk in the freedom, when we walk with God, we are unlocking best that God has for us and his best is like the biggest thing that we could ever imagine so when we walk with God we are unlocking those best things that God has for us and we're not and my understanding that and actually living a life that unlocks the best that God has for us that's us showing love for ourselves but we can't have those things if we're living a life of sin. Because sin will ultimately lead us to destruction. That's why we have to return to our first love. But once we return to our first love, we'll have the life that we deserve in Christ. And that life we deserve is freedom to walk with him, to do life with him, to walk in his love. We have the freedom to walk in the love of his Okay, we have the freedom to walk in God's love, but it's up for us to choose to walk in God's love. So, tip number four, return to your first love. Because that's the only, that's like, that's the way that you can love yourself. That's like one of the biggest ways you can love yourself is by returning to your first love. And that's God. Return to God. Because he loves you so much. And he wants to pour that love into you so you can have that love in your soul deep down in your soul he wants you to have his love in there so you can love yourself and love others so tip number four return to your first love
Okay, so our fifth tip and the last one for this episode is to stay away from envy and jealousy. Stop comparing yourself to others. Okay, so the first, I got three verses for this one, so let's listen up, okay? So, the first one is comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, and it says, You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? Okay, and verse... Okay, next verse is Titus chapter 3, verse 3. Titus chapter 3, verse 3. And it says, At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Then the last one is, um, James chapter 3, sorry, y'all, okay, James chapter 3, verse 16, and it says, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder in every evil practice. Alright, y'all, so, the reason why these verses were grouped together is because they all have a common thread. When we're envious and jealous, of an, one another that leads to sin it leads us to hating one another and god it leads us to a whole bunch of hatred and all of this is just a cycle of sin and that's not the life that god has called for us that's not the best that god has called for us and when we realize that that's when we truly realize that we love ourselves that's when we truly unlock the love that we have for ourselves it's when we realize that is when we realize that a life of sin is not God's best for us. That's not what it is. Like, what all these verses had in common was, is that when we're envious of one another, and when we're jealous of another, one another, it leads to hatred, and it leads to a whole bunch of evil sins that can happen in our life. Like, basically... Us constantly like being envious and jealous of one another leads us to a life of sin. It doesn't benefit us at all. Trying like constantly comparing ourselves to other others because we're jealous of them and envious of them. We want what they have. We want to live the life that they have, and we want to be like them. Doing that's like a whole life of sin. And when we live a life of sin, we're not loving ourselves. Because when we love ourselves, when we have love for ourselves, we realize that we deserve better. And we can only find better in God. But we can't find better in God if we're constantly looking at other people and being envious of them and being jealous of them. And also, God has called us to love others. And that's like another sin. That's like one of the biggest promises that God has called us to fulfill is to love one another. The first one is to love him, but the second one is to love others. But we can't do that if we're envious and jealous, if we're filled with hatred. And when we fill with hatred, we have no type of love for ourselves at all. There's no type of love for ourselves. 
like all that, all the love that God is trying to give to us, we can't even, uh, we can't even like receive that love from Him when we're constantly looking around and being envious and jealous of like the lives of other people. And that sin, what that would, what that would do, that all that sin, you know, that sin will build up because envious and jealousy, at least a whole bunch of other evil sins. All that sin will build up into your heart. And what it will do, that sin will block the love that God is trying to get through your heart. So we have to remove, like, being envious and jealousy of others and jealous of others. We have to stop comparing ourselves to others. Because that only leads to a life of sin. And that and that life of sin blocks God's love that he's trying to give to us. And once we block God's love that he's trying to give to us, that means that he can't get that love to our souls. And that means that we can't love ourselves. That also means we can't love others. That's what it means. Because we're blocking the sin and our lives and our hearts is blocking the love that God is trying to get to our souls. And if that's and that and if that love cannot get to our souls, then it cannot get to us, and we won't be able to love ourselves, and we will not be able to love others. So y'all, let's stop comparing ourselves to others. We need to cherish the life that God has given us. Because a lot of us like look at what someone else have. Oh, she has a nice car, this and that. She has a nice Instagram account. She has a nice life, you know, everything like that. But we often forget like what that what it took for that person to get to that place in their life. And we also forget the God that we serve. We also forget that God can that God has what's best for us in his hands. But once we're looking at other people's life and seeing the, the best that God has for them, we lose focus because what's best for that other person is not it's not what's best for you. God has what's best for you. But when you're jealous of other people and when you're comparing yourself to them, you're not unlocking the best that has got that you're not unlocking that the best that God has for you because you're too focused on the best that God has for someone else. And so when we're focused on the best that God has for us, we're like loving on the life that God has for us because we know that what he has for us is what's best for us and it and it works for us. And then once we realize that, that's when we understand that's when we love ourselves more. We love ourselves more when we understand that God has everything that I need and he has what's best for me. And I just love that. And we end up getting excited about what God has, like the best things that God has for our lives. And we start to love the life that God has blessed us with. If we can't have that type of love, if we keep on comparing ourselves to others and we're always envious and jealous of others. Because all envious and jealousies want to do 
as leads to a life of hatred and a whole bunch of evil sins. And all that evil sin is going to do, it is going to, it's going to get stuck in our heart. And it's going to block God from the love that he's trying to put into our heart, into our souls. And once that, that love cannot get into our hearts, once that love cannot get into our souls, then we will not have the love that we need to love ourselves and to love others. So tip number five, the last tip, is to stay away from envy and jealousy. Stop comparing yourself to other people. so that's the end of this episode if you're still here i know my episodes are an hour long but i just want to say thank you for just like sticking in and always like just listening to the word of god listening to god's vessel i'm just a vessel god is just speaking through me so i just want to say thank you for just taking the time out to hear the word from god let's get a little recap because I know this message is long so let's do a short recap and if you're taking notes please just note these five tips you don't have to write down every single word I say but just feel free to write down these um five tips in order to like practice self-love for yourself practice godly self-love for yourself okay tip number one was to love yourself the way that God loves you Christian self-love is based on the love that God has for you. Tip number two is to forgive yourself for, for past mistakes. Tip number three is to enjoy being alone with God, just you and him. Tip number four is to return to your first love. Tip number five is to stay away from envy. Like, okay, sorry. Tip number five is to stay away from envy and jealousy. Stop comparing yourself to others. So yeah, so, Alright, so I'm tired, y'all. That's why I'm stumbling on my words. But okay. So a goal for me was to practice more self-love. But I'm changing that to more godly self-love. But I realized like a world has a diff- different definition of self-love, and that's a simple definition of self-love. And so as Christians, we are called to have godly self-love for ourselves. Like God wants us to have some love for ourselves. And it doesn't directly say that, but looking at the Bible, looking at the way that people live their lives in the Bible, looking at what God tells us, the way that God treats us. If God treats us a certain way, then that gives us the right to treat ourselves the same way. Like, we can't, like, God treats us with so much love. That doesn't mean we treat ourselves like dirt. That's like, no, it's so much showing love to you, you would love yourself, right? You wouldn't treat yourself like dirt. Like, like, when someone loves you, that's get, that gives you reassurance that, oh, I'm loved. That way I can love myself. That's the same with, that's the same with God. God loves us. So that, so that should give us the reassurance to love ourselves the way that God has loved us. So in 2023, Let's practice some godly self-love. And also, remember what I said at the beginning. Like, okay, feel free to follow my Instagram at Daughter of a King Podcast for more Christian content. And for like when I post um, about updates for the Daughter of a King Podcast. 
Also, feel free to send voice messages. I'm going to get into that. And then um, feel free to send donations to Bless the Ministry. And, um, yeah, also it's Women History Month. So if you want to learn about some women in the Bible, then feel free to go back into the women series that I posted a while ago. And basically, I talked about the different women in the Bible. I shared their stories. I also gave some tips for the girls and women out there. Feel free to go back to that series in March because it's Women History Month. And also, March 24th, y'all, that's the interview. So, y'all, feel free to send in any questions that you that you have for the, for the woman of God. And the questions are related to women and ministry. So, if you have any questions, feel free to, add, to like, ask them. And... We're going to get as many as we can answer. If not, we can do it all another time. But just feel free to ask the questions that you have. Because I'm going to have the woman of God on the podcast. And basically, I will be asking the questions for you guys. And it will be all in a nice episode. So feel free to just send me a question. So if you're on my Spotify just respond to the question down below. That's like under the description. And you can type your question there. Or you can DM me on my Instagram at Daughter of a King Podcast. Or you can send a voice message. I will also be accepting voice messages. And I will put your voice message in the episode. And then the woman of God can like answer your question that way. So yeah, that's everything. Thank you for just like sit with me and enjoying the word of God with me. I pray that you learn something from this. I pray that you practice godly self. I pray that you, um, sorry, Lord, I'm tired. I'm like, I'm going to say y'all, but yeah, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So I pray that you practice God's self-love in your life in 2023. I pray that these tips benefit you and that they bless you. Have a nice blessed day and stay, just stay blessed, y'all. Stay blessed.